Welcome to the ch- welcome to the podcast, not the channel. Welcome to the podcast, Mo Saeed Fitness Coaching. Uh, today I'm going to do it a little different. Uh, uh, I'm going to answer questions. <clears throat> uh, I've been getting some questions on Instagram, uh, and I think these are some relevant questions that anyone can learn from, especially if you're a male who wants to get fit and you're working full time and you want to maximize your time get the best results um, i think these questions can can really help any everyone and i'll make it short as well so uh, yeah we're gonna do it a little different we're gonna have some fun as well i'm gonna answer some fun questions and yeah let's get into it so first question from rb underscore alex five what is the best diet to follow for gym performance and increased energy levels throughout the day great question Okay, RB underscore Alex Fife. Um, I'm going to have to be general here because I don't know your lifestyle. I don't know what you're doing, what you work as. I don't know if you're training. But from your question, I'm going to assume you train because you included gym performance. And I'm going to also assume that you work full time because you want to also increase your energy levels. Okay, so the underlying factor here is there is no specific diet that you can follow that is gonna you know increase your performance tremendously or make you feel uh, like your energy levels is through the roof what you have to do is you have to first of all eliminate junk that's going to be very important yeah eliminate junk food eliminate anything processed eliminate anything that is going to cause your body to like have spike in sugar levels and insulin levels you want to avoid that as much as possible yeah the number one cause for crashed energy levels is spikes in sugar levels. And where do you get that from? You get that a lot a lot of times from eating junk food, high sugary food. Sometimes even from whole foods like if you have you know so, some of these there's some like uh, you know dry fruit. Like if you have a lot of dry fruit at once, if you have a full packet, oh guess what your energy your you know sugar levels are going to spike up. And you may feel good for about an hour. You feel like you're really focused. But then after that, you're going to crash. <clears throat> so what you want is you want food with a low glycemic index. What does that mean? That means that food that take that are slowly digested by the body. Yeah, your body takes a while to digest them. When you, when you consume foods like that throughout your day, your your body your body's energy level are going to be constant they're going to go up slowly bit by bit they're not going to spike up and they're not going to spike down they're going to just slowly go up as the day progresses and the more you eat the more you're going to keep that energy level going hence you won't feel any crashes throughout the day so throughout the day you're going to feel like okay my energy level is fine and it's constant and then what you can do is to increase your gym performance before you work out in the gym let's say an hour and a half to two hours you can have maybe a high carb meal yeah a high carb meal also low glycemic index to sort of uh, prepare yourself for the gym workout yeah so uh, when i say high carb meal i mean you know also carbs that are low glycemic things like maybe oats beans um you know whole grain rice um you can you can just go online and google low glycemic index uh, and foods and then you have a list of a lot of food that will sort of that 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 take you know, your body takes time to actually digest yeah and what the reason we want that is because when your body takes its time to digest it your the energy release from it is going to be much frequent yeah so you're going to have that 
constant energy levels throughout the day. You won't feel a huge surge of energy or very low in energy. Now, if you're someone who's working out, um, let's say you're working out, you know, maybe three, four times a week and you're working long hours. Um, what you want to also do is you want to carb cycle your meals sometimes. Don't just have me don't just have carbs throw completely. If you're not working out on that day, stick to salads, stick to healthy fats, stick to lean protein. You know, if you're a vegan, stick to beans, you know. Um, because it's also sometimes if you if you eat too much carbs, you get that lethargic feeling, you get that feeling of like, you know, you're you want to go to sleep. And to avoid that, it's good to cycle your carbs. Yeah, so certain days, let's say the days you work out, you can have maybe high carb intake. Uh, the days you don't work out, stick to salads, stick to foods with uh, uh, with with lower carbs. You can have, you know, you can have fruit for your carbs, but then you can stick to healthy fats and proteins. And then this is also going to help you. Uh, get, get, it's going to give you that constant energy levels throughout the day. And uh, yeah. Like I said, there is no perfect diet. You just have to make sure that the quality of your food that you're getting is very, very high. That's also very, very important. Yeah. When I say quality of the food, I mean whole foods. Yeah. Food in its original form. That is crucial. If whenever you look at a, an item of whenever you look at something, you know, ask yourself, is there a better version of that? And if there is, opt for that. Yeah. So an example is if you see extra virgin olive oil, extra virgin olive oil is, is a good source of food. But what is better than that? The actual olives are actually better than that. Why? Because olives contain fiber in them. Yeah. So extra virgin olive oil is better than butter. But what's better than extra virgin olive oil? Olives. They'll give you the fats that you need and they give you the fiber. Hence, the fats that you get are going to be slowly digested and they're going to be slowly released into your body. And that's what you want. Same thing if, let's say, peanut butter or cashew butter or almond butter. Yes, it's almond butter is maybe better than having, I don't know, butter, normal butter. But what's even better than almond butter? The almonds itself. Why? Because of the fiber that you get. You get fats in there and you get fiber. And that fiber combined with the fats is going to be is going to help release that energy slowly into your body. So always question, always when it, you, when you look at something, always question yourself, okay, what is a better version of that? And if you can find a better version of that, then opt for that. Yeah, so it's it's more of, you know, consuming the quality food. The higher the quality, the better. And the 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 more it is in its original form, the better your body can utilize it. So it's a question of that, you know, it's not so much a diet specifically. And if you do that consistently over a long period of time, then it compounds, you know, the effect, the positive effect compounds, you know. So in two weeks from from now, you'll feel much better in a month. You'll feel much better in a year. You'll feel much better. So you need to have the long term vision as well. It's not about doing it for a week and then blowing it all on the weekend. Uh, that's not you're not doing any self any any favor. So it's about having the long term vision. You know, how can I constantly eat high quality foods? And eventually, when you when you do that long enough, then you will uh, you'll feel you'll you'll find yourself actually performing better in the gym and having an increased energy levels. And yeah, I hope this is uh, answered your question. Okay, next question. This is from Fabs underscore P Q. This is a great question. So I'm gonna summarize it. He says, 
I want to be able to have sex for 10 rounds straight. What is the best diet for that? Amazing. Great. Let's get into it. So you have to, so 10 rounds, 10 rounds of, of you know, you want to run down a thing for 10 rounds. <laughs> yeah. What's the best diet for that? Well, here's the thing for 10 rounds. It, that's, you know, that's, let's say each round is three minutes. Yeah. Let's say, let's say three minutes, probably going to be more than that. Let's say each round is three minutes, yeah, five minutes. I, I'll give you. Yeah. Let's say five minutes each round average. Yeah. Maybe first, first round is going to be one minute, second round, three minutes. But then as, as the rounds increase, I'm sure your stamina is going to increase. But let's say the average round is five minutes with two minute breaks in, in between each round. So what you're going to need to do, you're going to need to prepare for that. Yeah. That's an event, by the way, you're going to need to prepare for that. Yeah. So what you have to do is you have to basically refuel yourself a few days before. Yeah. On the day itself, you don't want to eat too much. You want to make sure that your food intake is actually, um, is actually quite like medium. You don't want to overflow yourself. You don't want your, the majority of your energy to go to your digestive system because then the blood actually will not go to your, to your penis. Yeah. Your, some of the blood will be digesting the food and we don't want that. We want maximum energy going straight to, to the penis. Yeah. So you want to minimize your food on the day, but what you want to do is you want to refuel the days before. Yeah. So you want to eat the right things the day before. And then on the day, maybe have some light food, you know, things like fruit, nuts, some healthy fats, a little bit of protein, nothing too heavy carbs, no heavy carbs. Cause that's just gonna take up a lot of energy and a lot of the blood is going to go to your stomach. So nothing too heavy, just light things on the day. The days before, however, you're going to need to consume healthy carbs. You're going to need to consume protein. You're going to need to consume healthy fats. And I would say that a day before, increase your carbs. Yeah, increase your carbs because your body's main source of energy when you're, when you're having sex is going to be carbs. Yeah, especially if you're like ramping it, if you're going ham, you know, like I don't know what type of guy you are, but from the sounds of it 10 rounds i think you're an intense guy so you're probably gonna be like very intense and then relax very intense and then relax so your main source of energy is going to actually be carbs so you're going to have you're going to have need to have few full glycogen stores yeah um especially for the first rounds like i would say the first four or five rounds your body is going to be running on carbs then it will switch on to fats but then by then it's fine you know by then i'm sure the intensity will be much less and uh, so your body's gonna switch to fats, which I, I assume you'll have some fat in your body. You know, you'll have some your body fat percentage. If it's fifteen percent above, then you're healthy. You're fine. And uh, so, yeah. So so consume carbs. I would say three three days before, have a good amount of carbs, healthy carbs. You know, uh, at least one pound per one gram, uh, one gram per one pound of body weight. Yeah. So if you're uh, let's say two hundred pounds consume 200 grams minimum uh, and a day before maybe ramp it up to like 300 grams yeah so that you fill up your glycogen stores yeah or two days before even it takes about 48 hours for your glycogen stores to get filled up yeah and look it's not just diet it's also gym go to hit the gym he lift some weights man it's gonna help a lot trust me it's gonna help a lot you know the it's gonna help a lot with the explosion with the pumps you know what i'm saying do some kettlebell swings if you do kettlebells, proper kettlebell swings, it really, you know, uh, it strengthens that hip hinge, you know, strengthens that hip thrust. 
and of course it's, you know it's all about the hip thrust you know what it is yeah um and uh, that's about it on the day itself if you're going for 10 rounds like i said don't eat a lot of food you know stick to stick to light foods stick to something light you know fruit nuts eggs are going to be fine if you want to have carbs have uh, maybe a piece of bread or things along those lines but don't have too much and then oh another thing before before you get into it before you get into it, like, like you know, maybe an hour before yeah have a little bit of have something that is going to get absorbed quickly by your body something a carb meal that is going to be quickly absorbed so fruit can be a good one banana will be great uh, i would say even you know like a chocolate bar chocolate will be good as well because it will quickly get utilized by the body and then that'll give you a nice little bump into it yeah don't don't go don't have coffee that day um don't i would say don't have coffee a few days before you know because that also affects it and yeah you should you should be fine for 10 rounds you know also do some cardio training high intensity cardio yeah it's not just going to be the diet 10 rounds some high intensity cardio interval training yeah battle ropes are great kettlebell is the best because the kettlebell is high intensity training and you're working on your hip thrust so you know work on that maybe if a week before and then that's going to help your performance on the day and yeah i hope this has been helpful third question is from ma underscore 94 how much training frequency for maximum muscle growth very good question look here um I don't know how experienced you are if you're a beginner don't worry too much about that if, if you've just been training for within a year or less don't worry too much about that just hit the gym frequently three times a week minimum and you will grow and then eventually when you find yourself that you're not growing then you can start focusing on that but let's assume your your experience because this is a question that uh, i think only experienced people will ask here's the thing we have to understand yeah so how does muscle growth occur? Well, you first have to apply stress to the muscle. Yeah. And when you apply stress to the muscle, you activate the mTOR pathway, yeah, which is a, a, a neurological, uh, sort of neurological, how do I say, uh, a neurological switch. Yeah. And what mTOR does, mTOR signals the muscle fibers to contract and to be activated. Yeah. And when your muscle fibers get activated, they get broken down. And after the workout, when you've activated enough muscle fibers and you've created that stimulus in the muscle fibers, you go back, you eat, and then the food and you sleep. And then that recovery allows your muscle to, uh, then that recovery builds your muscle up you know you've broken your muscle down when you eat food and you sleep then your body kind of you know r builds this muscle and then once and you do this long enough you break down you build you break down you build long enough that muscle is going to start getting bigger yeah it's going to start getting bigger and bigger and bigger yeah so it's stimulating the muscle fiber activating it and then recovering and then coming back doing that and you do this long enough over a long period of time and you get bigger now how frequent should you do it the short i'm not a scientist but i can tell you from my experience yeah the more you can activate your muscle fibers the more you can stimulate this mTOR pathway 
that will help your muscle they will help your muscle fibers switch on and be activated the more you can do that the more muscles you can recruit the more it will grow it's as simple as that yeah the more muscle fibers you can recruit the more you're going to grow let's say an example is let's say we have two individuals yeah one person is training each muscle part twice a week one person is training each muscle part once a week yeah they're doing the same plan just one person is stimulating his muscle twice a week each muscle group twice a week one person is stimulating once a week they're both recovering they're sleeping well they're eating good who do you think is gonna is gonna build more muscle well the person who's gonna stimulate it twice a week most definitely is going to build more muscle most likely yeah so the premise is that the more you can recruit the more you can build yeah the more you can recruit and recover the more you can build and recover that's that's the key element here as well uh, don't just go to the gym workout six days a week and expect to grow a lot of muscle no too much is not gonna is gonna regress you matter of fact you know if you overshoot uh, if you over accumulate fatigue if you get really fatigued you can injure yourself and then you're out for a few months and then of course you're gonna lose a lot of gains so it's not about just constantly doing no but it's about recovering as well how much can you break down the muscle and recover you know i mean essentially that's that's what you know drugs like you know performance enhancing drugs steroids that's what they do yeah drugs allow you to recover faster so that you can perform better at the gym you know they don't give you some like magical energy that is going to allow you to push more weight than there are. there are some drugs that do that but the majority of steroids they just help you recover better and when you recover better and you go back to the gym you feel like you're more revitalized and you can push more you can work out harder and then you come back you recover better you recover faster than someone who's not enhanced that's why you build more muscle yeah now is it all about how much you do not necessarily it's not about the volume or how much you do sometimes it's the intensity yeah dorian yates was only training four times a week you know one of the greatest bodybuilders to ever live he only trained four times a week but the intensity that he was training at was out of this world no one had ever seen this the way that he was pushing the way that he was pulling you know no one no one was doing that at his time you know but the premise is the same yeah yes he only trained four times a week but he recruited a lot of muscle fiber and then he recovered and then he came back and he did the same thing and he did that frequently for 20 25 years yeah now let's say you're someone who cannot push this way you may need to focus a bit more on volume maybe increasing your volume but regardless the premise is the more muscle fiber you can recruit the more muscle fiber you can activate and the more you can recover the more you're gonna build and that is pretty much it whether that's six times a week whether that's four times a week whether that's five times a week the the average i would say the average is anything between four to six times a week the frequency that you want to hit yeah if you're just building muscle if you're maybe uh, if you're doing some form of sports some form of uh, i don't know athletics then maybe the fr you may need to cut down on your frequency because you need to recover 
But if you're just weight training on its own, yeah, four to six times is is enough. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's my answer. Okay, next question. Uh, how to strengthen my traps for Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? Great question. Beautiful. That's a, that's a very nice question. Stra as you know, traps are very, very important for Jiu-Jitsu. It protects your neck. And as you know, you know in Jiu-Jitsu, you get choked out a lot. Um, and there's a lot of neck injuries that you can get, especially if you if you're doing gi. You know, there's a lot of throws and things along those lines. Some some inverted stuff that's going on. So, you need to have a strong neck. You need to have a strong trap. That's very very important. It also, it is is gonna shield you from injuries. Traps. They're gonna shield you from injuries, especially on the shoulders especially on the neck what a lot of people don't know is that traps is a big muscle it traps is pretty much your whole upper back it's just traps it's a big muscle and it carries your shoulders and it's like a protective layer to your neck it's a bit like the abs you know like if you have strong core a strong core is like a belt uh, that protects your lower back uh, so a strong core can protect your lower back. It's similar with your neck and shoulders. A strong trap, strong traps can protect your neck and uh, your shoulders. So training them is very, very important. Not a lot of people train their traps um, unless combat athletes. Combat athletes, of course, they train their traps. They train their neck. Uh, but other than that, people don't do it. It's important you train them. I would say as, an, uh, <clears throat> as a jiu-jitsu practitioner, if you had to focus on, let's say you couldn't go to the gym, you couldn't train, what, what are the things that you should focus on? You should focus on your lower back, for sure. You should focus on your traps, and you should focus on your forearms, yeah, grips. You know, if you strengthen them, you're going to protect a lot of things. Of course, you, you your core is going to protect your lower back, which a lot of injuries happen in, in jiu-jitsu. <coughs> um, if you... If you strengthen your traps, you're going to protect your shoulders and neck. And uh, what was the other one? And if you protect your and if you increase your forearm strength, then of course, your grips are going to be stronger and your fingers, uh, your fingers are going to be stronger and uh, you're going to get less injuries. A lot of injuries also happen in the fingers with jiu-jitsu. Of course, there's knees as well and things, but that's more of stability and mobility and things along those lines. These, these can protect your knees much better. But to get back to this to the question, how to strengthen the traps? Very simple. So if there's one exercise I would give you is farmer walks, proper farmer walks. None of that, none of that gym group Mickey Mouse shit. Yeah, proper farmer walks. Find a good strength training gym, Genesis Gym. Uh, it, it located in Alperton, right next to the station, and the Piccadilly line. It's a great powerlifting gym. Yeah. You can try this one out. There's, there's, there's others around London as well, but this is the one I go to. And yeah, pharma walks, proper pharma walks, the ones where you have to put on the plate on it. Yeah. Get that lifted and just walk. Walk for as much as you can up and down. Walk up and down and rest and do that for as many sets as you want. Yeah. That will that will strengthen two things. That will strengthen your traps because it, it puts that it gives that stretch to the trap it will strengthen your grip and it will strengthen your glutes yeah strengthen your glutes it will strengthen your legs you know uh, but glutes specifically glutes traps 
I would say a lot, and then groups, and then of course forums a lot tremendously. Before you're gonna feel your forearms. And it's a fun exercise. It's very easy to do. You just literally need to you need one machine and you need to walk up and down. That's it. But unfortunately, not a lot of gyms have it. You can use dumbbells. Yeah. So the formal walk is basically you know you you hold you hold you have the the machine the formal walk uh, you know dumbbells. Or you can just simply use dumbbells and walk up and down. Don't just uh, you don't don't just use both arms, but switch alternate. So do both arms. Do one arm. One arm is gonna be also nice and important because it will give you that balance and that stability, and also strengthen your core. So one arm is good. Uh, yeah, formal walks is great. Another one is yoke yoke lifts. That's not very common, but yoke is the one you know the machine where you have to like. Uh, it's like a squat, similar to a squat rack, and then you have to put your traps on, and you have to lift it up, and you have to walk. Yeah, it's a strongman machine. That is going to strengthen your traps a lot as well, and your glutes and legs. But not a lot of gyms have it. You know, Genesis gym have it, but not usually not a lot of gyms have those have those machines. Another one is shrugs. Yeah, shrugs is a great one. But here's the thing with shrugs. I would say 90% of people who do shrugs do them wrong. Even pros. I see so many people in the gym, like guys who are huge. They're doing shrugs like they like they look like retards. Yeah. Shrug is an exercise you have to pay attention to. Because if you do it wrong, you can really fuck your neck up. You have to be very, very careful with shrugs. Yeah. First of all, your your neck needs to be in place. Yeah, don't like do that forward motion. A lot of people I see when they shrug, they, they push their neck forward. That you're causing impingement on your neck. Your neck needs to be in place. It should not move. Your arms should be relaxed. You're not lifting from your arms. You're lifting from your traps, from your shoulders. And what you want to do is you want your shoulder to touch your ear. Yeah, you want to lift it. When you do the shrug, you want to put the shoulder all the way up to the ear as if as if your shoulders are going to touch yours and you want to hold it you want to hold it for like three to five seconds and you want to slowly go down keeping your neck in place don't go forward don't go back and stretch it all the way down the, the more you stretch it the better yeah the traps grow from the contraction the contraction you know the contraction activates the muscle fibers and then you need to stretch it to elongate it yeah and then you could do that and you need to hold the contraction and stretch it down for as much as you can. And then again, one more time, you repeat it and you do it and you continuously do it. And the easier it gets, the heavier the load. Yeah, the easier that gets, you increase the load. Yeah, traps is one of those where you can go heavy and you're not going to injure yourself if your technique is right. So that's very important. Neck should be in place, not forward, not back, neck in place. Push your shoulders all the way up to your ear. Hold it for five seconds and then stretch it all the way down. And here's the thing. This is also a great exercise if you're someone who likes to do arm triangles. Yeah, If you like to do these arm triangle chokes, this is a great exercise because when you're doing the arm triangle choke, you're pushing the shoulder in. You're, you're retracting the shoulder into the neck. So if, you're, if your shrugs are strong and you can really push your shoulder, get the shoulder all the way to the ear, then... Your arm triangle choke is gonna be uh, is gonna be very very strong. You're gonna strengthen that as well. So yeah, shrugs and also same thing. Don't just do both arms. Do one arm as well. That's also very very good. And um, another one is also you know these neck exercises we do in, in jujitsu as well, where you're you lie on your back and you're just 
you know, neck forward, forward and back, forward and back, and then you have side to side, shoulder to ear. Do that, but with weight. Put a plate on your forehead and hold the plate onto your forehead and then do the same thing. Do that exercise with back, you know, where your neck, you're hovering your neck forward and back, side to side, ear to ear, but what a plate on your neck, yeah, or on your on your forehead. You just got to be careful. And that will strengthen your trap and strengthen your neck as well. And uh, yeah, these exercises pretty much uh, cover it. You know, these uh, these exercises will strengthen your traps. Uh, also, oh, rack pulls, rack pulls. So rack pulls are basically deadlifts, but you start from the knee. You have a bar starting from your knee, and you lift it up from your knee. Yeah, maybe lower knee. I would say shin, like upper shin, and you just lift it up. Yeah, you lift it up and you feel that stretch on the trap and then you slowly go down. And that kind of works, not just your traps, but it works your lats as well. But it's a great exercise as well for, uh, uh, you know, of course, if you're doing gi and you do a lot of these grips, it's going to help a lot, especially if you're like, when you're pulling a lot of these gi lapel chokes, uh, you know, you're, you're required to like, you know, really contract the back and pull it in. So these rack pulls are also going to help with that, but they'll help your traps tremendously. And train your traps often that's also another another thing you know your traps don't get sore as much uh, so you need to train them often i would say train them twice a week you know uh if you're if you train if you do a lot of jujitsu then of course make sure you balance that out you don't want to overshoot and get over fatigued but make sure that uh, you're training your traps it's, it's going to be very helpful and you'll see an improvement in your game as well yeah that's it i hope this has been helpful um okay last question Ilias. How long an average, what is an average time do I need to dedicate for, why is this, doesn't make sense. Okay, hold up. So, um, how long an average do I need to dedicate for a full body transformation? I'm five foot nine, 80 kilos, approximately over 25, 20% body fat. And I want to get really lean while being muscular for the next summer holiday. Okay. So, you're five foot nine. 80 kilos, approximately over 20% body fat, and you want to know how much time do you need to dedicate to get a full body transformation because you have, you want to be lean for summer, for next summer. Nice question. It was very common. It was one of the most common questions I get. Okay, so five foot nine, 80 kilos, approximately 20% body fat. You're, you're definitely a bit on the on the higher side. Your fat levels are up. Yeah. 20% uh, body fat is definitely your 80 kilos, five foot nine. Maybe you might even be more than 20%. Yeah, I don't know your training experience. I don't know how much muscle you're holding. But 20%, 80 kilos of five foot nine, definitely you have a good amount of fat on you. So you're going to need to spend some time getting rid of this fat. Here's the thing how much time do you need? Well, uh, that depends on how much effort you're willing to put in, your genetics, how how dedicated you are to your diet, to your training, what you're willing to sacrifice, so on and so forth. How well are you executing everything? That is very, very important. But from my experience, uh, and I've helped people like you, and I've helped many people who are worse off than you, actually, anything between three to six months. Three to six months of a well-executed plan. Yeah? That is the key here. Well-executed plan. A proven system. That is so important because you can really waste your time if you're not executing everything correctly. I've seen so many people in the gym 
for you know they've been i asked them how long you've been working out two years and they're like skinny and there's no muscle and there's fat on them and well because they're not executing everything correctly they're probably not dieting correctly and they're not working out correctly with the right intensity and volume and frequency and when they eat they're probably you know just they don't care they're eating everything hence they gain no gains so you need to do everything right yeah and how do you do everything right well you need to have a structure structure in your day that allows you to eat clean you need to have a proven system that has worked on people like yourself a system that allows you to execute everything while still living your day-to-day -day life realistically i'm sure you you're probably working or you're studying or something uh, you're probably that's probably a priority so you're not going to be able to you know be in the gym 24 7 you know you're going to have that's going to be your priority so how can you balance that out well you need to have a system in place and you need to have good um, good accountability that's important especially if you 20 percent body fat and you would you want to get really lean and muscular by the end of this but by, by summer you know then you need to have some form of accountability yeah you can hold yourself accountable but that's so hard that's so that's extremely difficult you know i can tell you from my experience personal experience it's challenging to hold yourself accountable especially when it comes to these things you know uh, especially also these things take time and they take a long period of time so you need to have an accountability partner you need to have a coach that's going to make your life easy it's going to make your life very very easy and I would say having these three things, so a structure, a, 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 a structure that fits your lifestyle, yeah, so a structure in terms of your nutrition, your training, your, uh, your recovery, your sleep, that is all important. It's not just about training, it's not, it's what you do outside of training as well. It's your food, it's your sleep, um, it's your stress management, the more stressed you are, the, the, the more challenging you're going to find it, the more the difficult is going to be a lot more difficult if you're constantly stressed so you need to manage all of these things yeah and you, to do it the best way to do is to have a structure you need to have a system in place because that system is going to allow you to constantly execute over the period of three to six months yeah and you need to have an accountability you need to have some form of accountability whether it's a coach whether it's a training partner whether it's um, you know whatever a trainer anything but that accountability is going to be important you know and if you do that correctly and you execute everything correctly and you follow the path, you're, you're going to achieve it. Yeah, three to six months definitely is doable. You know, even if you're busy, even if you're working long hours, I've, I've done it many times with myself and with many people. So, yeah, feel free to, to message me if you want. You know, I'll be more than happy to speak to you and see if I can help you, if we can work together. So, yeah, but it's achievable. You know, it's very, very achievable. And yeah, that's it for me. I hope you found this helpful. Um, I hope this this has been insightful. Of course, if you have any more questions, feel free to go to my uh, social media platforms, Mosaid Fitness Coaching on Instagram, uh, Mosaid on LinkedIn and Facebook, or you can simply go to my website, mosaidfitnesscoaching.com, read us on there, apply for a free consultation call. We can have a call, or you can simply just DM me, yeah? So I, I reply to all the DMs, all the messages that I have. So you simply just send me a message and I'll reply to you and we can have a chat and I'll see if and how I can exactly help you in your situation. Yeah, have a great day, everyone. And uh, see you soon. Speak soon. Mo Saeed Fitness Coaching.